The Bible Study Podcast, episode 612. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Ezra with Ezra chapter 2. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're going to study Ezra chapter 2 today, and I will admit to you, this is one of those chapters that if you decide to skip this episode, I will not have my feelings hurt, because a lot of this episode is going to be a census, and so it's going to be a little drier, and I'm going to see if we can pull out some interesting things from this as we look at it, but basically this is going to be the most boring chapter of the book of Ezra, and it goes like this, the list of the exiles who returned. Now these are the people of the province who came up from the captivity of the exiles, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had taken captive to Babylon. They returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to their own town, in the company with Zerubbabel, Joshua, Nehemiah, Sariah, Reeliah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mizpar, Bigvi, Rehum, and Benah. The list of men of the people of Israel, from the descendants of Parosh, 2,172, of Shephathiah, 372, of Arah, 775, of Pahath Moab, through the line of Jeshua and Joab, 2,812, of Elam, 1,254, of Zatu, 942, of Zakai, 760, of Bani, 642, of Bibai, 623, of Asgad, 1,222, of Adonikam, 666, of Bigvi, 2,056, of Aden, 454, Atur, through Hezekiah, 98, of Bezai, 323, of Jorah, 112, of Hashum, 223, of Gebar, 95, the men of Bethlehem, 123, of Netophah, 56, of Anathoth, 128, of Asmaveth, 42, of Kiriath, Jerim, Kifira, and Biroth, 743, of Rama and Geba, 641, of Mikmash, 122, of Bethel and Ai, 223, of Nebo, 52, of Magbish, 156, of the other Elam, 1254, of Harim, 320, of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 725, of Jericho, 345, of Sanaa, 3,630. The priests, the descendants of Jediah, through the family of Jeshua, 973. Of Immer, 1,052. Of Pashur, 1,247. Of Harim, 1,017. The Levites, the descendants of Jeshua and Kadmiel, of Hodaviah, 74. The musicians, the descendants of Asaph, 128. The gatekeepers of the temple, the descendants of Shalom, Alter, Talmon, Akob, Hatia, and Shobai, 139. 
the temple servants, the descendants of Ziha, Hasufa, Tabaoth, Keros, Siha, Padon, Labana, Hagabah, Akob, Hagab, Shalmai, Hana, Gedel, Gahar, Riaya, Rezin, Nokoda, Gazam, Uza, Parsea, Bazai, Asna, Manim, Nefusim, Bakbuk, Hakufa, Harur, Basloth, Mehida, Harsha, Barkos, Sisera, Tema, Neziah, and Hatifa, the descendants of the servants of Solomon, the descendants of Sotai, Hasuferoth, Paruda, Jala, Darkon, Gedel, Sephatiah, Hatil, Pekarath, Hazabayim, and Ami, the temple servants and the descendants of the servants of Solomon, 392. The following came up from the towns of Telmalah, Telharsha, Kurub, Adon, and Immer, but they could not show their families were descended from Israel. The descendants of Deliah, Tobiah, and Nakoda, 652, and from among the priests, the descendants of Hobiah, Hakaz, and Barzillai, a man who had married a daughter of Barzillai, the Gileadite, and was called by that name. These searched for their family records, but they could not find them, so they were excluded from the priesthood as unclean. The governor ordered them not to eat any of the most sacred food until there was a priest ministering with the Urim and Thummim. The whole company numbered 42,360, besides their 7,307 male and female slaves, and they also had 200 male and female singers. They had 736 horses, 248 mules, 435 camels, and 6,720 donkeys. When they arrived at the house of the Lord in Jerusalem, some of the heads of the families gave freewill offerings toward rebuilding the house of God on its site. According to their ability, they gave to the treasury for this work 61,000 derricks of gold, 5,000 minas of silver, and 100 priestly garments. The priests, the Levites, the musicians, the gatekeepers, and the temple servants settled in their own towns along with some of the other people, and the rest of the Israelites settled in their towns. Thank you, the three of you who are still listening to this portion of the show. That is a long list of people that doesn't mean a lot to us, but a couple things that I think are worth noting. One is that it sounds like a lot of people, but if we compare it to the book of Numbers, and you go to Numbers 1, and you see the people who came out of the desert with Moses or with Joshua to invade the promised land, and this is about a twelfth basically, of the people who came into the promised land originally. So it's a much smaller group. Many of the tribes that were at that time outnumbered this group. At least four or five of the tribes that came out of the desert, just the one of the 12 tribes, had more than the 42,000 who came back here from Babylon. And so it really is a remnant. And One of the things that is going to dictate is there's two things that are going on in this region. One is there have been these great big nations that have arisen. And so to play on the global stage at this point is harder. 
and Israel is moving in the opposite direction. Israel is getting smaller, and Israel is getting less important from a political standpoint. Certainly less important than the time of David and Solomon. It will never see that again, at least until modern Israel. And so there's a relatively small group that are coming back. Now, these are people who left in chains. They left as slaves. So the other thing that I think is interesting to note is they come back with slaves, with 7,337 male and female slaves. So they come back with wealth. They come back and they give a 1,000 pounds is the translation here of gold towards the rebuilding of the temple. So even though they left as slaves, they come back, and some of them at least, now remember a lot of these were the, the most promising people were brought into exile. Some of the smartest and some of the nobles and some of the people who had the best chance of surviving in another place and thriving come back with 435 camels and 6,720 donkeys and male and female servants and horses and thousands of pounds of gold. And so it looks like by the time they get back here some 70 years later from exile in Babylon and then in Persia, that while they are small in number, they're they're doing okay. They are, it would seem from this, at least coming back not destitute. Now we'll see more details in terms of how well they're doing as we continue this book and then as we go then into Nehemiah. But I didn't want to skip over this chapter because of a couple things like that in here. Also notice they give 100 priestly garments. Garments are of value at this time. There are no mass production of clothes, and priestly garments would be more elaborate, so they would be of value. Clothing would be something you would bequeath to your children. You would mend clothing, you wouldn't throw it away. And so clothing is part of your riches. So that's the other thing. Also notice that not everybody can trace their their family tree. Even after the 70 years, some people have lost the records of whose mother they're from. For instance, is how you would trace it uh, if you're Jewish. So that is interesting as well. Also, how many people in this group are gatekeepers of the temple, are temple servants, are musicians, are these people whose role is more ceremonial Now, partially that's because of who was taken away, but that also shows us a little bit about the importance of the worship of the temple. And that's going to be very important in this book because remember the reason why these people are coming back, the reason why they were sent back by Cyrus or Cyrus, I think I called them both in last week's episode, is to rebuild the temple. And that's what they're here for. And a lot of these people are descendants of people who served in the temple itself because the temple is going to be the center of this first book. The book of Ezra is going to focus on the temple, the book of Nehemiah on the city walls. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.